Welcome, everybody. They're back and ready. Two guys who have never been voted for, who know little about politics, less about comedy, and make things up on the fly. That's right. It's the Ron and Craig Political Party Show. And for the next two hours, they're all yours for free. Oh, yeah. Follow them on Twitter, like them on Facebook, and love them because they really need it. Now, here are your hosts, Ron and Craig. Um, we have a calling guest whose name is Liz Wheeler, and she does a show called Tipping Point on OANN, which is One American News Network, and they reach 15 million homes, Ron. Did you hear that? 15 million. So we're going to talk to Liz. And we just had Stephanie Hamill on, uh, who also uh, does a show on there, and uh, she was just on a couple of weeks ago. So they both know each other. Liz, how are you doing? Hi, guys. Thanks so much for having me. It's oh, great ab- to be here. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in. Uh, thanks, for, uh, thanks for being here, Liz. Liz, I was just telling everybody that you do a show called Tipping Point on One American News Network and that you guys reach 15 million homes. That's a lot of folks that you guys can... Uh... Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of people. Yeah, my show's on at uh, 7 o'clock Pacific, 10 o'clock Eastern, every night of the week. I heard your intro. I Actually, my office is right next door to Stephanie Hamill. Really? Oh, yeah. Stephanie Hamill was on our show uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Did a great job. I told her you was going to be on, so she said that uh, you were great. So a lot of uh, compliments back and forth. And uh, so, yeah, she does a great job on the Daily Ledger that uh, I've seen her on. And then, of course, I've watched your show as well. So, well, my name's Craig, and then this is Ron. I'm Ron, yep. And then Alex uh, answered the um, uh, the phone, and he does the Alex Side Sports Show. So we're all three here uh, talking to you. Um, now, One American News Network, what I told Stephanie is that uh, I didn't know about it until a couple of months ago. I was tuning in, trying to tune in uh, through Fox News, and right before Fox News, I have um, uh, Uverse, there was One American News Network, and I'm like, what is this? And you guys are, are pretty good. So I was uh, impressed. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're on um, AT&T Uverse. We're on Apple TV. We're on Verizon. It's really, it's really a fun network to be a part of because it is independent. And it's not controlled by uh, special interests. So we pretty much get to say whatever we want to say, and it makes a pretty big difference in the oh. quality of the news and opinion. And y'all do. Y'all, y'all lay it out. Now, would you what what is the difference between you and Fox? What would you say is the difference? Well, our, our uh, principle that our whole news network is run by is uh, being a small family-owned business and being independent. And twenty-one hours a day, we don't do opinion shows. Twenty-one hours a day, we do uh, straight news. And one of the things that sets our news coverage apart is that we cover three times as many news stories in the same amount of time, uh, in the same amount of time, I should say, as the other news networks do. So you turn it on, it's uh, it's very nonpartisan. It's not. It's not slanted one way or the other when it comes to the news. Which I think uh, it's not that easy to find when you think about the larger news networks. The only opinion that happens are on uh, the opinion talk shows in the evening, twenty-one hours a day. It's just straight news. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to give Ron a chance to talk because I can tell he's ready. Um, oh yeah. No, I, you know. I, bring it on, Ron. <laughs> Go ahead, Ron. Ron's a libertarian, by the no, way. No, oh, well, first of all, uh, I think when uh, we were talking with uh, with Stephanie, right? Um, we well, talked to her a couple. Of right. Weeks yeah. When we were talking with uh, Stephanie, we were. What I basically said, and and uh, you know, um, 
I think it's true. We don't get news like when I I'm older, but when I grew up, you got right. news, and news was like, you know, that was it was just news, and uh, th- now it's. Uh, people are kind of, I think, tell me what you think about this, but I think to a large extent today, people are just tuning into what they want to hear. It's whatever. It's like, right, okay, exactly. I want to hear this slant to my news. I still want to hear my news, but yeah, I want to hear like, it it's this preaching way. To the choir. It's preaching to the choir to a, certain, to a certain extent. And it's understandable, I think, from a business perspective, because there's an entertainment aspect to it. Everybody's looking at their ratings. Uh, but it, when it comes down to just getting the facts, just getting the news that you want to hear or having an hour of news on behind you as you're eating dinner or getting ready for work, people want to come away with the facts. They don't just want to come away uh, with what a talking head or a pundit thinks. And that's what you can get when you tune in to One American News. You can get just the straight news, the most important stories of the day, condensed in a fashion that's easy for you to remember so you can follow along day after day. Well, I get used to when people can make up their own mind. I mean, I don't know. Now it's like, uh, well, you know, now I think people want someone to make up their mind, give them their opinion. It's much easier that way. You know, you don't have to really work at it. You can just say, well, if uh, some Irish name guy said it, then it must be true, you know. Or uh, right, right. <laughs> who will go and mention them? It's easier to mimic someone. Right, exactly. It, it, it's, it's just, it is refreshing, I think, to see just. Um, the facts put out and then uh, uh you do have opinion shows i mean of course but that's that's fine you know i mean opinions uh, we're an opinion show of course i mean that that's we love that but the, the other side of it is um there's no there's no real what i'm just going to say real news there's no more real news and it's refreshing to see right. that and, it's coming and my, my show tipping point my show tipping point is an opinion opinion show we we bid it very openly as an opinion show but i think that's one of the main differences is we're very clear about which shows are straight news and which ones are opinion. So people can choose, you know, do you want to hear commentary? Do you want to hear debate on this? Or do you want to just hear the facts of what happened? Uh, and that's, that's something that's missing from a lot of the other networks. Now, uh, Liz, let me ask you this. What message did you have for the Black Lives Matter movement the other night? Because that was uh, interesting, I thought. Uh, do you remember that segment? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we've, we've done quite a bit of coverage on the Black Lives Matter movement because I think, especially for my generation, uh, it's relevant. We see all these protests, you know, what just happened in Milwaukee or what's happened in Ferguson in Baltimore. Uh, we hear people our age talking about, you know, their parents or their friends who have young children having this, quote, unquote, the talk uh, with their black children about how white police officers or law enforcement target uh, young black men. And we hear this so often that it's really important to pick this apart to make sure that it's true, or in this, in this case, debunk the fact that it's not true when you look at the statistics. So we've given this quite a deal, uh, quite a great deal of coverage here, because when you look closely at it, the founders of the Black Lives Matter movement, what they articulate as their goal, that's much clearer of a representation of what these protests are standing for, rather than just the emotion or the tragedy when one individual uh, is killed. Absolutely. I agree. Um, what do you think about uh, Obama with the uh, $400 million? Uh, he's getting some heat from that and releasing oh, yeah, and prisoners at the I same mean, time. Oh, that was just a coincidence. Right. That was, by the way, you know, that was, that was a, 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 look, what happened was the plane landed with the money. Simultaneously, they were released. That just happened to happen that way. You agree I can't with that, believe right, that you would think otherwise. <laughs> Why in the world would you ever right, think and, the laughter here. It's laughable to think that it was anything other than ransom. What surprises me the most, to be honest, is that the Obama administration admitted that it was ransom. 
we all knew it was. We heard the we heard the story from um, from the hostage at the time who said that his plane was not released until the plane landed. That dictionary definition of ransom right there. So I think we all knew what it was. I was shocked that the administration actually had the guts to admit it. Not sure why they did that. Yeah, well, now it's just a matter of uh, how much longer before, if they can get four hundred million for, uh, you know, one a uh, one small boat full of sailors. Oh wow, what can we get for you know? I, I guess now it's just a matter of uh, they're going to keep trying to see what they get because I didn't think we negotiated with terrorists. You know, I that's what I had always heard because otherwise no, you're not safe. No, apparently we just finance them. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And, or, or, well, well I, I think. Too here that's really important to be made that this isn't just a political power struggle between Iran and the United States. This is people's lives at stake too. Because when a nation like America is willing to pay ransom, is willing to legitimize the kidnapping of our citizens by a rogue nation like Iran, that encourages them to do it again. That encourages other, whether it's terror groups, whether it's corrupt regimes, that encourages other countries to kidnap our citizens because they know that they're going to get something in return. Exactly, if you, if exactly. You, if you legitimize that, and we see that already, since this ransom's been paid in January, Iran has held two of two other Americans hostage in their nation. Tehran, the capital of Iran, is right now holding Americans. They know it works because it is ransom. Oh, well, of course. And the thing is, um, what if you travel? If, if you're... I mean, people just don't think. I mean, it, it, now, if, if you're an American citizen anywhere other than this country, I mean, any, I heard that, any, uh, anybody else, uh, you're a target. You have a target, on, you have a target on you. And basically, uh, the Obama administration has helped put that target there. Because now it's just a matter of, oh, well, maybe we won't get, you know, 200 million. But, hey, you know, what can we get? I don't know. But let's just get this guy with the backpack and see what we can get from him. I mean, and that's 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 pretty bad. Liz, is that you? Did I lose you? Oh, OK. Wait. It's Ashley. I clearly messed this up. No, you're good. Hang on, Ashley. Hang on just a second. Hang on. Just don't go nowhere. Liz, are you there? Yeah, sorry about sorry. that. Sorry, no, that was our fault. We, we had someone uh, buzzing in, so no, no problem at all. Um, oh, yeah, no worries. <laughs> so, yeah, we're obviously uh, paying ransom. He's getting a lot of heat from that. So what are you, what is your thoughts between Trump and Hillary? Because you guys have been taking up for Trump. I appreciate that, by the way. Uh, the other uh, mainstream media is uh, giving him a, a hard time, but you guys have been uh, been calling him out on it and been taking up, you and Stephanie Hamill on the Daily Ledger and on your show, uh, Tipping Point. Yeah, I mean, I try to be fair. Uh, political parties are supposed to be made up of principles. They're not supposed to be made up of power politics here. So, you know, I'm not going to come out and say that I defend Donald Trump and everything that he does and says because I don't think that everything he does and says is worthy of defense. But at the same time, when you look at the alternative here, when you look at uh, the trajectory of our country under the under his opponent, I think it's a pretty clear choice. And that's the position I uh, generally take, and I try to take on the show. Absolutely. And by um, the way, I, I just want to say I really love the name of your show. Tipping Point's a great name. That, it's yeah. a great name because thank you, thank it, you. I, 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 I mean, it's just one of those little things, but it's like um, it really kind of it says like, okay, is that where we are? You know, a lot of people think that. I mean, I, and these aren't. It used to be, you know, um, the conspiracy guys and the crazies and everything else, but I'm hearing this from like. Um, people that I've known for years, uh, really responsible people are like, I just wonder, you know, how far are we from right. that point where 
where we can't go back. You know. Um, right. And I, I think I think that's what the name that's what the name is all about too. Because it's it's not about fear mongering. It's not about trying to get people to agree with your political opinions just by stoking fear or just by uh, instilling panic into them. But it's true. Our nation is at a tipping point. We have these alternatives here, you know, encapsulated in Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. We have these alternatives where Trump is offering us to continue as a free market, as a capitalist society that values individual liberty, that vows to protect the safety of our citizens here and abroad and the interests of our allies. And then you have Hillary Clinton and, for the most of the primary season, Bernie Sanders as well, who is offering us a fundamentally different vision of America. No longer was this about very minute differences in political parties or different policy differences. This was about transforming our nation from what we were, a beacon of liberty, what we are, a beacon of liberty, into something that represents or resembles something more of a socialist nation. And that really is our choice this election season. I suppose we have this choice every time we elect a president, but now more than ever, it's clear. We are at that tipping point, and we can either, like I say every day in the introduction of my show, we can either choose to turn America towards liberty or we truly do risk losing it forever. Well, hey, as a libertarian, I have to say, very well said. Uh, I'm a constitutionalist, have been, uh, and ever since I, when I was a little kid, I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, one of those things I loved. So, I mean, that right. is, that said it perfectly. And, uh, we can't go, I mean, we're at a point, I'm just as worried as anyone else. We're at a point where, what do we do next? You know, I mean, if, if Hillary does get elected, uh, I mean, the, the, just the Supreme court alone, you know, we will lose so many rights. I mean, we're losing rights already. I mean, we've had Republican presidents, and we've lost our uh, so many of our uh, civil liberties and our rights. And and now with uh, Obama and the expansion of the federal government, I mean, whether it's the EPA, uh, and trust me, in, in the South in particular, we know about the EPA because the EPA can come in, call your, your uh, damp – I'm not making this up either – call like your uh, – your damp uh, ditch that gets water every every time it rains suddenly that's a wetland and you can't you can't put your farm there or you have to relocate or you have to i mean this is happening quite often yeah that's ridiculous oh i know and it happens all the time and uh and we do need more voices of liberty out there absolutely craig's giving me the hand he's giving me the hand he's looking at liz right and and i I think you bring up a good point, though, in something that, in my opinion, the Donald Trump campaign should be uh, doing more of, and the Republican Party, too, and that's painting a picture for people of what our country would look like after four years of Hillary Clinton presidency. Because if you paint that picture, it doesn't just seem like history. It doesn't just seem like electing the first woman president. It doesn't just seem like, oh, Donald Trump and the offensive things he says, we can't have him in office. If you paint the picture, we're going to lose our Second Amendment rights. We're going to lose the Supreme Court for the next generation. Healthcare is eventually right. going to be turned over to the federal government. We're well, she's already said she wants to socialize freedom. it. She already said she wants to socialize it. That was uh, this last right. uh, couple of days ago. Yeah, there's not going to be any other option if we don't do something. It's collapsing within itself because of the structure on which it was built. Well, it was meant to fail. Obamacare was meant to fail. It was meant to fail so that the only alternative would be... Yes, exactly. So the only alternative would be single payer. It's like, well, we tried it and look what happened, you know, and then single payer is what they want. Liz, we have right. got to let you go. We have enjoyed talking with you, and we are going to tune in to your show. Would you remind everyone when the show is? It's called Tipping Point on One America News Network. That's week nine. Is that correct? Every night? 
Absolutely, yeah. The show is Tipping Point with Liz Wheeler on One American News. It airs every night, Monday through Friday, and then reruns on Saturday and Sunday at 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Pacific. Guys, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Uh. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind Up in here, up in